to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God. And I am Pastor Vince Haney from Rama Word of Faith, the Word Church. Again, welcome to another exciting broadcast of Faith on Fire. Again, this is a broadcast designed to ignite one's faith on fire. And speaking of faith on fire, we've been talking about the keys to the kingdom. Jesus said in Matthew, uh, in Matthew chapter 16, 19, I give you the keys to of the kingdom and whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loose in heaven. And we know Jesus said in Matthew six, pray this way uh, that the father's kingdom will come and his will will be done where on earth as it is in heaven. So as believers, we got to always renew our mind to how's it done in heaven. And you have to get a glimpse or a picture of heaven. And the only way you're going to get that is through one, this, this biblical principle called the law of meditation. You got to meditate on the word of God because then as you're meditating on his word, he'll illumine you. He'll give you illumination. He'll reveal some secret things, some deep things to you. And that's only going to happen through the law of meditation. And again, meditation is designed to transform what we believe. That's why he told Joshua, meditate day and night and observe to do all that's written in my word. And then you'll make your way prosperous and then you'll have good success. But again, a lot of us in the body of Christ, we haven't been taught that when we get church, how to operate in kingdom principles. We learned how to do a church service and have a program, but we didn't learn how to get transformed by the renewing of our mind and allowing the word of God to do that. But uh, it's a new day now, and, and God's raised up people such as Richard and I for such a time as this, and others around the, the country and around the world. And, and we're here to not backpedal on the Word of God, but just give you an uncompromised Word of God. So we're going to give you these principles, and this principle we're speaking on again this week is meditation. And back to Psalms 1, it says, Bless is the man. And I, and I like to define words when I'm reading the Bible. To me, bless means empowered to prosper and succeed in life. And it's also the power of God that overrides the curse. That's what blessed means. Don't just be reading the Bible, bless it and keep going. Because that's just information. Remember yesterday we talked about information and revelation. Get a revelation or understanding what blessed means. You hear people all the time, especially in the black community, you ask them how they do it and they say, oh, I'm blessed. You are? You're on crutches and you're broke and you got every kind of ailment. You got low self-esteem. And it's good to make positive confessions, but understand what blessed is or you'll be deceived if you're not if you say you're an apple tree and you're producing oranges, you may, you may have to check yourself 
Because you're producing something that you said, something other than what you said you are. So you got to realize what blessed means. And I'm reminded of in the garden, God blessed Adam and Eve. And it said he blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply. And that's what they did. He spoke a blessing over them and he commanded something to come out of them. And it did. So he says, blessed is the man or woman who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Again, we're supposed to walk in the counsel or the wisdom of God. Nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his or her delight is in the law of the Lord. In other words, the word of God. And in his law or his word, does he meditate how long? Day and night. And then he gives you the promise of what happens to the person that meditates day and night. He or she shall be like a tree. And I always say, what starts a tree? A seed. Okay, in the word of God, a seed. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in the season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he or she does shall prosper. That's the promise of behind biblical meditation. He said, whatever you do, whatever you go through, you're going to still prosper because you made my word your reality because you meditated on it, and I spoken something to you through my word as you meditate on it. I revealed something to you. That's going to give you the victory and allow you to triumph over everything. Just like Jesus. Jesus triumphed over death, hell, and the grave. And as he is, so are we. But Jesus, I'm reminded too, Jesus always made this declaration. I don't do nothing that the Father hasn't told me to do. He must have been in relationship or in communication or perhaps even meditating on what the Father's will was. Because he said, I'm not doing anything that's, contrary to his will. So he must have been meditating on it because I'm reminded also when he was in the wilderness to be led in the wilderness to be tempted by Satan. He didn't have an Old Testament in his hand. But I understand how he defeated Satan. He kept on saying, it is written. He knew it. He knew what was written. So he must have meditated on it. It must have been a repetition in his mind all the times he was going up in the mountains to pray. He must have been praying the will of God or meditating on the will of God. And when time of his adversity came he whatever planted in you is going to come out scripture says a good man out of good treasures of his heart brings forth good things so that came out of his mouth in which was the scripture refers to as the sword of the spirit which is the word of god and if you're meditating on it you can now regurgitate it and use it in your evil day because we're all going to have an evil day if you're living on earth actually we're going to have some Evil years. <laughs> that means, well, trials and tribulations. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trials and tribulations. He said, those who desire to live godly will suffer persecution. He said, if they hated me, they're going to hate you. If yeah, they why persecuted me. to you that they hate you if they hate Right, me? right. <laughs> but he gave us the, the wisdom or the knowledge to, to overcome all of that. He says, meditate on my word. Ponder on what I said. I'm reminded of what David told Goliath. He said, this day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand. Not next week, not next year. See, we, we kind of want to put it off. But he said this day. Well, God must have. he says the Lord will deliver me. Not right. This stone I have will deliver he me. He didn't say this, this uh, Israeli army. Right. The Lord. The Lord's going to deliver See, and again, he knew who, who was his source. So obviously he was meditating on God and what God said. God must have told him to just declare, open your mouth and tell him this day He's, I'm going to deliver him into your hand. And he declared that. And did he get that? Yes, he did. Well, you know, 
you're reading Psalm chapter one. If you look at Joshua chapter one, verse seven, mm-hmm. he says to Joshua, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the laws my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Verse eight, do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. So two verses in a row, he tells Joshua, if you don't depart from this law, if you don't depart from And of course, that law is the word, word of God. Yeah. If you keep it on your heart and meditate on it day and night, I will bring you success. A lot of people don't realize this. God wants you to be successful at what he's called you to be. So God had promised the Israelites the promised land. And that's why we call it the promised land. He had, he had promised them the land of Canaan. He wanted them to have it. It's not as if God promised it to them and then didn't want them to have it. He wanted them to have what he had promised. He calls Joshua to lead the people. He calls them to be their leader, to lead them into the promised land, and he wants him to succeed at what he called him to do. It's not as if God called Joshua and said, Joshua, I want you to lead my people into the promised land. And then somehow secretly God was hoping that he would fail at it, that it, that it wouldn't happen, that no. he would shrink from it, that, that somehow his fear would go. He says to him, be strong and courageous. And if you listen to everything that I tell you and you listen to my word day and night, I will bring you success and you will prosper. God, as we listen to the call he has put on our life and we follow the call that God has put on our life, God wants us to succeed at that. He doesn't want us to fail. What does it say in Hebrews 13? Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And think, though, how ludicrous it sounds that God would call Joshua. Joshua, I'm calling you out. All these other people, I'm calling you to lead my people, but I sure hope you don't make it. No, he he wants him to. I'm going to get rid of Moses. I'm going to put you in charge, and uh, I'm praying for your downfall. No. No, he, he calls him, and then he says to him, here's how you... What you should do, and I will make sure that you prosper. And he and he told him he told him something that he could do. He he said, "I'm not going to give you something hard to do." He said, "If you're going to have make your way prosperous and have good success, just meditate on my word day and night." Any of us can do that. And again, he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. If he told Joshua, and it was his word endures forever, it never diminishes; it only increases. The word of God is forever giving birth to new facets of revelation. So if he told it to one of his children, I think it applied to the rest of his children. Because it was good for Joshua, it's good for me. Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So I can take that same scripture and put, apply my fate to it and make my way prosperous and have good success. Because it's still the same. And that's what you got to do. You go in the scriptures. And, and another thing that me- biblical meditation does, it, it grows your faith. As you start meditating on it, you'll have the faith that you need to step out on something that previously you probably didn't have because meditation gives you revelation. It gives you understanding. It gives you that faith you need to say, oh, this is this is more real to me than that. Well, then it comes to the point where you realize that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and this is what he did in that day. And so guess what he's going to do today? He's going to do the very same thing. Shoot, not only that, he says, those who believe in me, the works that I do shall he do also in greater works. So he's expecting us because you know what? There's more of us now. Jesus had to 12. So greater works will you guys do because there's more of you guys. 
And I've given you guys my anointing. The scripture says the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives inside of us, gives life to our mortal bodies through his spirit that dwells in us. So we got the victory. I don't see how we can lose as Christians. We got the victory. And I always tell people this. Faith begins where the will of God is known. If you start meditating on the word of God, you're going to get some faith. And then if whatever your issue is, if it's a health issue, meditate on some scriptures concerning health and healing. If it's a money issue, meditate on some scriptures concerning God supplying all your needs according to his riches and glory by which, Christ Jesus. Which goes back to Philippians chapter 4 where he says, whatever is good, whatever is pure, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. And mm -hmm. that's exactly right, what you just said. When you're having a problem, think about the scriptures that make promises about those problems. Don't think about the problem. And here's another one. If you have an issue with forgiveness, you might want to meditate on some scriptures concerning forgiveness. There you go. Same thing. Not, it's, it's with not, anything. Not contemplating how much you hate that right. person. Right. You need to meditate on scriptures like vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Maybe that's all you need for the month to meditate on. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I would not repay evil for evil. I return I don't return evil for evil. And you got to make these confessions and meditate on those things, and that'll become real to you. And, and because that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in you, you can actually do all things through Christ who strengthens you because he's in you. Remember? Christ in you, the hope of glory. You even you have the capacity as a born-again child that you have the ability to use God's ability. Remember? When I was weak, then was I strong. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So us copping out and saying we can't do these things, it's just, no, just say you don't desire to do it. Well, see, I always tell people, if you say, if God calls you to do something, you say, I can't do it. You're saying more about what you believe about God than what you believe about yourself. Yeah. Really what you're saying is, I don't believe God can do what he just called me to do. Well, And at the point where we don't believe God can do it, We'll never step out and do it. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And too much of our life, there's things that we look at that we can't do. I'm always reminded as the Israelites went from Mount Horeb to the promised land. It only took 11 days. And when they get there, they send the spies out in the land. And once again, the spies say, we can't do it. We can't do it. They're, they're giants. We look like ants, grasshoppers in their eyes. And there's just no way we can take it. The truth is, and I, I always remind people this, the truth is they couldn't take it. They themselves couldn't take it. But it wasn't about them. It wasn't about them taking it. God had promised to give it to them. He says, I will fight for you. I will give you, you the see, I just need you to start heading that direction. Right. <laughs> so so he says, I will do it. I will forward. provide. I will give you the land. And yet, what do they do when they get there? They say, we can't take the land. And so they took their eyes off of God and what God had promised, put their eyes on themselves and the people of the land and said, we can't do it. And they were right. They couldn't do it. But it wasn't about, the promise wasn't about you can do it. The promise was about I will do it. And God's promises are always good. So we look at, the promise is you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Well, you might have an issue in your life. You say, I can't do that. I can't come through this. It's too much. It's too big. But it's not about you. It's about a promise that God has made that all things are possible It's about Christ him. in you, the hope of glory. Right. And that the promise concerns him. 
Christ and what in he you can do. Oh, glory. See, we we have got to get away from the mindset of I can't. You probably can't, but it's not about you. It is about God and what His promise is that all things are possible through Him. And it's back to meditating on the promises of God. Scripture says over in Peter, He's given us exceeding great and precious promises through the knowledge of Him. And as you were just speaking, I, I was led to the Scripture over in Ephesians chapter one. And it was Paul praying for spiritual wisdom for the church. And it says, I'm going to pick it up at verse uh, 16. It says, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention, making mention of you in my prayers. And it was the prayer. And we're going to pray this for the church. And I pray it for people, Christians all the time. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. And I ask myself, read that again for people. Read it a little slower for people. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, Amen. may give you the Spirit. Look, he didn't say he was selling it to him. He said he's going to give it to you. you. Oh, that's the revelation right there. May he give you the Spirit of wisdom and revelation back to in the knowledge of him. And here's the other part that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may know what the hope of his calling, oh, his calling. And what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is that exceeding greatness of his power that he has towards us who believe? And again, as you're meditating on the word of God, you're going to receive a, that spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Because remember, greater is he that's in me. It's all about him. It's right, all about, yeah, it's still all it's about him. It's not about what I can do. Right. It's not about can I heal you. It's about can he. Well, and it's Jesus, not about... Can I solve your financial problems? It's about he And can. Jesus said in John 15, without me, you can do nothing. Right. Nothing. You can't do anything. So you better do it in Christ and allow Christ to be in you. And then you are more than a conqueror. You can do all things. And you got to start meditating. That's the missing link, I believe. That's why we wanted to do this another week. Meditating on God's word is one of the most important things you can do. He, told, he gave God, Joshua that key. And Joshua was going out to fight in battle. He didn't say, Joshua, I need you to get all these tanks and this and that and that. He gave them a simple instruction. Meditate on my word. And then, and then once they get to the promised land, the first battle they fight Jericho. And God's plan for taking Jericho is to march around it and blow trumpets. That's the word God told me. He told me, now meditate on this. And as you meditate, I'm going to reveal some stuff. I'm going to show you something in this. And he, remember, he told them, be silent. Don't, don't, in the last day, make a shout. Because, you know, if he would allow them to talk, they'd have talked themselves out of Jericho. <laughs> well, you know, and here's the thing. You know, you talk about tanks and all that. That's what we have. In their day, it would have been siege ramps. They mm -hmm. would have built siege ramps around, and it would have taken long time to, to breach the walls. Mm -hmm. And God says, forget siege ramps. Forget all that. We're just going to march around, and then you're going to Well, Richard, that don't make sense. Well, of course it makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. March around, and some walls are going to fall. And blow some trumpets. Yeah. And, really? <laughs> and then just shout on the last day, a six, seventh day or sixth day, shout. Yeah. That don't make and sense so at all. it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. But all things are possible. Through, it, but see, it, it makes here, faith. And, and here's the thing. Most people, a lot of people in America today especially, a lot of even Christians would say, you know, that don't make any sense. We got to come up with a better plan than that. I can just hear praying. That doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, <laughs> today, most of the people with Joshua or his help, 
you know, his assistants would have said, you know, I think he'd been out in the sun too long. Uh, we better come up with another plan. We probably better get another leader, in fact, because I think he's lost it. You know, the pressure of taking over from Moses mm -hmm. has probably got to him. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. we better come up with a better idea. No, he believed God. I'm pretty sure and they said that, too. You know, yeah. some of them, it was five million of them. You they're, know, somebody well, said that, Richard. Yeah, yeah. This Moses guy's crazy, man. He's lost problems, it. So, you know, the people always did everything he said, never gave him any trouble. <laughs> you know, well, so, but he believed God. The people believed God, and they actually marched around. And the next thing you know, the, the walls fall down just like God had said they would. Well, the Bible says in Corinthians, God takes the foolish things to confound the wise. And that the wisdom of God is wiser than the foolish. The, no, the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of men. See, and this is why God gets the glory at Jericho, not Joshua, because everybody knows that's a stupid plan. <laughs> right, right. Joshua's plan was really, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, obviously this isn't well, Joshua. Well, he said, no flesh shall glory in his presence. So he always wants the glory. The scripture says, and all you he do deserves the due glory. to the glory of God. And, and it does. And as you're meditating on God's word, he'll tell you to do it this way. He told Laban, I mean, Jacob, how to outsmart Laban with the cattle. He told him, you know, about the spotted and the speckled ones. God gave him the wisdom to do that. And still today, he's the same yesterday, today, evermore. He'll give you the wisdom to transact a successful business deal in your favor. Well, be in everybody's favor. But but he that's what God does. He's still the God of all wisdom and knowledge. And guess what? We're we're his children. We have access to him. We can come boldly to the throne of grace. We that's what prayer is. We can make our requests made known to him. And he said, I desire to give you good things. Just come and ask me. Just don't be conformed to this world because you're not in that world no more. You're in it, but you're not of it. Yeah, you're here to 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 Bring it under the kingdom of God. We're that's what you're here for. Yeah, yeah, that's what people. you're here for. You're not here to conform to it and, and, and pledge allegiance happens, to a party. What happens if salt loses its saltiness? He says it's worthless. It's worthless. But I say we're not here to pledge allegiance to all these different organizations, political, fraternal organizations. We're here to pledge allegiance to the kingdom of God. And once you're sold out for the kingdom of God, he says even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. One of these that trusted in the Lord with all their heart. And God blessed Solomon. Yeah, and all his house. So he he's still the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen. People like to talk themselves out of the blessings. That's stupid to me. Why would you want to talk yourself out of some blessings? Well, that was just for that period of time. No, he's the same yesterday. I hear, I hear it all the time. time. That was just for that time. People were getting healed. That was just for that time. No, Demons he's the same yesterday. Out, but that was just for that time. But, 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 but here's the thing, though. It's still according to your faith. And I just choose to still believe. And guess what? Because I choose to believe, I get manifestation of what I believe. The Bible says in Thessalonians, the word of God works effectively in those who believe. But you have to believe. Here it is right there. It works effectively in those who believe. See, All I have believe to do is believe the word. Work if you won't even try if you don't believe it. So I got to believe the truth about biblical meditation. I got to believe that if I meditate and observe to do all that's written in it, I'll make my way prosperous and I'll have good success. Well, as he tells Joshua, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. We got to believe that. I got to believe it all. And that's See, the... if we don't believe it, if we believe that God comes and goes, depending on our behavior, how much we how good I'll we never are, leave you nor forsake you, he says. Right. Never. Or it's a bad time right now in my life, so he must have left me. Mm -hmm. American economy never... not doing good. No, God's still my source. I knew he, he fed one of the prophets under the tree. Was that Elijah? 
he sent a, a raven to bring him some food. Yes. Uh-oh, if he could do that, if he could send a raven to bring his people, his child, some food, what can he do in, in a bad economy? Heaven's economy is never affected by U, the U.S. economy. Oh, I think that God, you know, the economy of the stock market probably in heaven took a big crash. No, no, and God's no, no, saying, no. you know, I'd sure like to do a little more for these people, but, you know, I'm a little low right now. You got him. You know what, Richard, in hard times, financial times, any times, I'm meditating on this scripture constantly. And my God, that's Philippians 4.19, my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Not Jesus. according to the government. Yeah, yeah, Not his riches. And, and, and heaven is never broke. Heaven is never having a financial crisis. They're never having any budget issues. Real estate issues. Yeah, yeah, I did. They're not, their real estate is never upside down. None of that. It's God's economy. God was so bold enough to declare this. The silver and the gold is mine, says the Lord. He the said the cattle, he said the cattle on a thousand hill. He said, it all belongs to me. That's a bad dude when you can make a declaration like that. <laughs> the whole universe he spoke He said, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Well, he owns it all. Get a revelation. You got to meditate on this. Just don't hear it one time. Meditate on it. And then you'll get a revelation of what belongs to God. And, and then he went to say, Richard, guess what he had the nerve to say? That we're heirs with him and a joint heir with Christ. That's good news for a cat like me. That is good news. That's why Jesus said, repent and believe the good news. Believe the gospel. Well, if the earth belongs to him and the fullness thereof, and I'm his favorite child, that makes me and the first in line. And he give good gifts. <laughs> right, right, right. There's so and much he good. wants us to succeed. Richard, I don't see why people don't meditate on the word of God. It's so good. I can... I can well, eat you know, on it all day. Tell, it's so good. The good news. It is the good news. It's good. It's good news. And, the, and the devil wants to keep you from out of it. Well, he doesn't want you to hear he it. He don't want you to know it because, you know, faith's going to come by hearing. It. Yeah, he don't, want you, he don't want you to even read it. Well, I mean, he probably doesn't care if you read it as long as you don't believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go right there because with the heart, one believes. You got to believe it. And, yeah, he'll let you look at it, but just don't believe all oh, that mean, was. there's professors of theology all over this country. No faith. Universities no that faith. don't believe a word of it. They know it forward and backward, but they don't believe anything. Yeah, they know it. Yeah, yeah. I run into those guys too. But you know what? God's just looking for somebody that believes. That's why we call ourselves believers, because we actually believe the good news, the gospel. And uh, Sometimes people think you're a nut for that. You actually believe this stuff? Remember? The foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of men. I, I'll, I'll take my chances with God any day. I always tell people, I'm gonna rec I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and I'm going to have faith and trust in him. Because if I get to the end and I found out it wasn't true, I didn't lose anything. And if I get to the end and I found out it was all true, and I didn't act on it. <laughs> so, yeah, God wants us to... Uh, to meditate on his word day and night, make our way prosperous, have a good success. And again, this is the end of this segment. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And uh, we're out of time, but we're definitely not out of words. So remember, as you go through this week, keep walking by faith. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. 
Please join us next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.